Hello and welcome. I'm Beth Ann Short and this is my first podcast on my journey of spreading creative wellness. What is that? What is creative wellness? You might wonder, does this have something to do with your ability to be expressive with the arts? Well, I believe creativity is a choice, and it's something we use in all facets of our lives every day. And I believe it's not limited to the arts. This is the series of podcasts to follow up after my book, which just came out this fall of 2016. And it's called Creative Wellness, Art Journaling with Mindfulness. Throughout the podcast journey, I will introduce many ways to bring creativity into your life so that you're better able to balance all of the eight dimensions of wellness in your life. I'll do this by not only talking about my book, but also talking to others about their paths in using creativity and also mindfulness. Ah, mindfulness. Mindfulness has become a big topic and has become very mainstream for many, but what is it? What is this mindfulness? Mindfulness is uh, achieved through the action of being focused on working at accepting where one is at in their current state. It's an intentional moment of accepting one's emotions, thoughts, sensations that may be occurring in the present moment without judgment. The term actually originates as an essential element in Buddhist meditation. Uh, In our culture, we're seeing it in practice all over, uh, and it can be used to alleviate mental and physical conditions. The act of being mindful itself provides us with an opportunity to focus on the present moment, not the past or the future. And with my clients, I like to suggest that they try to access all or at least a few of their senses when they're practicing. Practicing. What do they say about practice? As I heard as a little kid, I remember hearing people say, practice makes perfect. Uh, But in this process, it's really not about getting hung up on perfection. In fact, this process is process. It's focused on the process. And that is mindfulness and the practice of life. Some folks use meditation consistently, and it's called practice. Same with yoga. And so with creative wellness, I see that also as a practice. This practice can be valuable and an asset in finding balance in life. We all have strengths and struggles, and in this practice we can work on narrowing the gap between our strengths and struggles and use creativity to find new ways to manage the dimensions of wellness and problem-solving in this life we live every day. So what are these eight dimensions of wellness? Well, they include intellectual wellness, like incorporating curiosity and problem solving, how we contemplate and learn. Environmental wellness is exploring how our natural environments in our journey are an extension of ourselves. Emotional wellness, 
focuses on observing, understanding, and managing, and appropriately expressing reactions to life, although sometimes it's hard to manage those. Social wellness is how we connect with others and belong and establish a support system. Then there's our financial wellness, where we focus on creating a sustainable future and looking beyond the short term and considering ways to promote long-term growth, focusing on security, competence, and our own personal credibility. Our physical wellness involves how we care for our body in our optimum health and daily functioning. And that focus is not just on how we look in the mirror, but on physical activity, nutrition, and mental well-being. Our spiritual wellness is a focus on our personal and unique practice that impacts our chosen life purpose. And the last of the eight dimensions is our occupational or vocational wellness. And that is focusing on our purpose in the community and world at large and explores vocation, volunteering, and education. And as I said before, I'm also really looking forward to interviewing people and exploring the many paths of creativity they have found and also provide some mindfulness and wellness tips in each podcast. So where did this process come from? I'm an art therapist. I work and live in Portland, Oregon. I was originally from the Great Lakes region and I say it like that because I grew up bouncing a bit between Michigan and Ontario, Canada throughout my childhood and grew up the youngest of six. Uh, We were surrounded with creativity. My father was an artist in his soul and heart. Uh, For for work, he worked in, in his family's business, but he found ways to bring creativity into his own life in the gardens, making art, taking pictures, and creating homes that reflected his life aesthetic. We made art together often as a family and had some strong connections. I moved to Portland in 1992 after finishing my undergrad and just needing to move and set some roots down fresh on my own. Uh, I've lived here longer than anywhere else and this is definitely home for me. I'm a board-certified art therapist, and I've been working in mental health since 1999. I finished my master's at Merrill Hurst University, which is here in this area, and have worked in a variety of populations. While initially I worked in community mental health, I focused in populations like foster care and juvenile justice. Uh, Now I work in my own art studio. And in 2006 was when I opened this space with a friend, Joy Lysing, and it's called the 100th Monkey Studio. And here I have my private practice, and it's also an open studio, which includes some fine art education, art, art studio making, where people can come and do open studio and just work independently using all of our amazing art ingredients. And we also have art therapy where I do individual family and group in my private office. 
I rent space to other clinicians and we also have gallery space. So it's a pretty multifaceted place. The work in this podcast uh, and my book is based on work I've been doing since opening the studio, uh, work I do with adults and individuals looking to do some self-care and use creativity. I have workshops that I run usually up to five times a month that really explore creativity in a safe place. What does that mean, a safe place? Well, of course we're safe with materials, but I mean more a safe place where everybody's process is honored. Uh, We have a studio philosophy where we process, we focus on the process. The product is great. Uh, It's an amazing thing to have at the end to have a conversation with, but the process is definitely our focus. While making a piece of art, many fine artists get lost fixating on what the end product is going to be. Sometimes they get stuck and experience creative blocks. Life is like that too. (laughs) We often get stuck fixating on what we want, but we don't think about how to get there. Sometimes it's hard to think about those baby steps. Uh, This process of creative wellness and mindfulness is an opportunity to focus on that those baby steps, that process. And in my studio, as well as this process, it's a hope of mine that you'll leave your critical voice behind you and honor what comes in problem solving and taking risks. It might not always be the right path, but at least you tried something different. And using creativity and risk-taking, life can become more approachable and problem solving easier. We want to take risks that are constructive and push us out of our comfort zones and see what's going to happen. This is a great example of creativity as a choice. When a fine artist creates a piece of art, they're translating their inspiration through their creative voice. Art, music, dance, whatever the expression. This can be messy It doesn't often go as planned. Trained artists learn about the formal elements of art and consider them when they're creating a piece. They have instructors and mentors that are helping guide them and give them feedback. They utilize aesthetic in reflecting on their process. The more practice and experience with a media, the more refined their voice, their artist voice becomes in translating this inspiration. The dimensions of wellness are much like this in theory. The dimensions of wellness are much like the formal elements of art, except you personalize them to your unique experience of life. Like the artist, you create your own life aesthetic. These dimensions of wellness are a structure to personalize and guide you in refining your life what you bring to it, and how you experience it. It can be messy, just like making art or doing a dance or developing a a song. But over time, this process can support you in creating a life aesthetic that you want to experience each and every day where you are in control. This podcast will explore the dimensions deeper, 
maybe not every dimension in every podcast, but we will look for new ways to explore life, your aesthetics, and provide opportunities to find new ways of managing each of the eight dimensions of wellness while also meeting others who have found ways to use creativity in their lives and find balance. I'm excited to have a wide variety of guests join me and talk about creativity and their life and whatever dimension of wellness they want to honor or talk about successes they had. Today, in this first podcast, I want to talk about a mindfulness tip that I've been using since I could use a camera. Uh, My dad took pictures throughout my childhood until he was gone. He had an incredible eye, and I'm very thankful to have a collection of his pictures. When I look at them, I realize I'm looking through his eyes. These were a version of mindfulness for him without even knowing he was doing it, Uh, capturing moments, Some photographs I look at, I can still hear the roar of Lake Superior in the background, or I can smell the farm where my mom and my sister rode horses. I remember getting my first camera when I was around eight or nine. It was a small little point and shoot, but I was so excited. And it was right before I went to summer camp. And I think back to those pictures I took and they were blurry or not very balanced, but now I look at them and while they didn't have balance in composition or the formal elements of art, I look back 40 years later and I can see where I was and remember, and I might not remember the name of like my counselor, but I remember how she supported me when I was homesick and I immediately can smell that cabin (laughs) that we stayed in. So flash forward, social media. We all have some kind of a smartphone or a camera. People are always taking selfies. Social media doesn't really seem very mindful. However, I love using it to capture moments. I have a private Instagram feed that I have been using to capture my life moments on it. And I also love Snapchat. It's a fun, quick, accessible way to stay connected with my family members or friends who aren't even near me, that might be on the other side of the nation, but we exchange snaps and moments. And I feel like I know where they are and what they're doing. And it's a really fun way to stay connected. Social media can really create a distracting buzz in life, and we're going to explore this more in the eight dimensions of wellness. And there are so many options out there of types of social media. Um, It's all about finding the one that fits if this seems like an option for you. And remember, there's A lot of opinions out there on Facebook or Twitter, uh, political, religious. It's important to filter what works and what what isn't working for you. Uh, 
I think it's really important to try having a private account where you're very limited on what you let in. And if you're going to try using this technique as a place to save some imagery, keep it private. You don't have to share it with anybody. It can be just for you. And snap pictures to honor a moment of mindfulness when it happens. And then after you snap that picture, put your phone down and then just be in it. Sit in that moment and use your senses to experience what's going on around you. Like meditation is a practice, so is mindfulness. And what's great about having that picture on your on your phone or in your feed is you can go back and look at that again. And you don't have to store a photograph somewhere or worry about where it went. It's It's there for you. And so let's say down the road you're having a tough day and you want to try to escape it for a minute. Pull that phone out open up that picture and remember that moment of where you did spend some mindfulness, where you maybe did some breathing, smelled the air, listened to the trees, and let it be a place for you to find some peace in a difficult moment. When you are practicing this mindfulness, you might have moments where thoughts about your day come in or struggles. And as you breathe, Breathe them out. Imagine them leaving with whatever exhalation you're on and try to return your attention to that moment you are in. And if they come back, breathe them out again. It's practice. What you are seeing, you're experiencing, focus on your moment. Here I am going to wrap up this intro podcast with a thank you to all those who have been supporting my work and honoring themselves, using the creative process and giving themselves the opportunity to explore their creative voice more deeply. A long time ago, my friend Joy gave me a box of meditation cards inspired with the messages of the Tao. Uh, And I thought I'd just read one and leave it with you. And it's from the first card called Marking Out the Path. The wise seek its mystery and find it made of opposites. Opposites arise from the same source and are identical in all but name. The mystery of opposites is so profound. To understand, it is to open the door of the Tao. I hope you will continue to join me through the door of this creative journey. It's an honor to have you as a listener, and I hope you will find inspiration in the creative wellness process and what is to come. Remember, life is art. And if you'd like to explore more about what I do, you can check out my website, bethannshort.com. I also have a studio website, the100thmonkeystudio.com. My book, Creative Wellness, Art Journaling with Mindfulness, is available to order on Amazon or from my website. And if you are in the Portland area, I hope that you will join us for one of our workshops 
or come on in and use the studio. Lots of details about registering for any of our services are on the website for the studio. And I look forward to our next meeting. And I hope that you have an amazing day. And remember, life is art.